Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest and all, most awesome podcast about football and other sports. Backport Sports Network. Very, very excited. I am. I'm hyped. Me too. Dude. Dude. Me too. Who are you anyway? I am just West, man. Just West. <laughs> just West. Yeah. What about yourself? Who are I'm you? Coach Dan. Yeah. And, and, this, uh, and we're, we're here today to kind of give you our thoughts about the AFC East and the National Football League. Yeah. So uh, we're going to dig right well, into before it. Before we dig. Oh, all right. Before we dig. Are you hyped about football? I am freaking fired up. I mean, we're like only so many I, hours I, away. I can't wait. Uh, you know, we're – we're a couple weeks away, three weeks, I guess, away from the season starting. So, um, yeah. And uh, we've got some preseason action yeah. starting this tonight, actually. Yeah. This week. Um, so we'll get we'll get to see some uh, some action on the field that doesn't necessarily translate into what happens during a regular season. Right. But there's some teams out there that are trying to figure it out. And if you're wondering when he says tonight, we are we actually record this cast of several days before we actually put it out. Yeah. You you will have access to it on August sixteenth, which should be today. Yeah. We, on the other hand, are recording this a week early. Yes. So before we get into all this, we need to tell these folks who we are and why we want to do this, I think. You all agree right. with that? I do. All right. So you go first. Well, my name is Coach Dan, and uh, I am a NFL freak. I enjoy college football, but I am an avid, avid NFL fan. And that's probably, and Wes and I have talked about this before, where I grew up was predominantly in the Northeast, and uh, my area didn't have college football uh, like Wes's did. Uh, we were all NFL. so. Right. And I did not grow up in the area of my favorite NFL team, which is the Miami Dolphins. Which is obviously crazy. that's not the Northeast. <laughs> so I, uh, I on, on the opposite, I guess, not really an opposite, but on the other side, I grew up in the South, yeah. where college football is one of the four major religions. It is also <laughs> our favorite season. You know, you a lot of people love winter, a lot of people love spring, a lot of people love summer. Most people in the South love football season. Yeah, that is our our favorite season. I'm telling you, man. Well, growing up in the hot summers, I'm originally from Georgia. Growing up in the hot summers, you would have that first taste of fall. We don't really get that because we're in Florida now. Mm-hmm. But man, you could smell football in the air, and that's man. We get I'd get excited. I mean, it just get hyped. That's one probably the only thing that single first moment a football season or fall that I miss living in Georgia. Now, Wes, you're you're a big Auburn fan. I am. I'm a huge Auburn. Fan. So the it's a, it's an interesting experience watching an Auburn football game with you. <laughs> because I'm passionate, man. I'm- very passionate. And and you, you get you get to the point where like if it is a I, I look. I I found myself many times looking over, like, "Holy crap! Did somebody just score a touchdown?" And they they got a first down. And and from Wes's reaction, 
It was like they scored a touchdown. Dude, you got to be excited for your small wins to get the big ones. That's, That's true. That's kind of my That's thought true. process. You got to meticulate, meticulate the ball down the field. And two of my biggest pet peeves in pitball in, in in football are TD tackling. You know how the how the the wide the the, uh, the defensive back runs and just dives at the guy without wrapping up. Yeah. That's one of my biggest pet peeves because I played. I was an outside linebacker in high school, mm-hmm. and um. The uh, second pet peeve is starting to run the prevent defense anytime before the last 50 seconds of the game. 15 seconds. Yes. <laughs> Not 50. 15. <laughs> the NF- the, uh, listen, the offenses that they run nowadays, they don't need a minute. No. They, no. Can, they can get in, minute, in, in field goal range, they can get in, in less than 30 seconds. One of my biggest gripes with Gus Malzahn when, I was, um, when he was coaching at Auburn. Mm-hmm was the fact that he would be up by 35 points. He'd come out after halftime and start running the effing prevent defense at the first part of the third quarter. No, you keep your foot on the gas oh, yeah. until that clock gets to zero in that fourth quarter is what you do. If yeah. you, you know the last 15 seconds, if you want to run a prevent and you're up 100, cool, <laughs> go, go for it. So you can tell we're anti-prevent defense. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so I know we kind of moved into college football, but that's I, okay. It's kind of, we, 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 it's our first show. We want you to know a little bit about who we and, are and where we stand on things. And we are definitely homers. I'm not as big an NFL guy as Dan is. I grew up in Georgia, so by default, a lot of times the Falcons were my team. They've been an extreme disappointment over the last 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one playoff or one Super Bowl they played in that they lost, but I've always I've always been fans of the teams in black: the Steelers, the Raiders, the Bears, Atlanta, the Saints. The teams in black. I always thought black was a cool color for a football team, and I know that's kind of superficial. And your wife might even choose her football team based on school colors. But I, a couple of things I can't get by is uh, stupid looking helmets. Browns, I'm looking at you. <laughs> and stupid looking uniforms and stupid mascots. But we'll we'll do a different episode where we we rank at mascots a little later and how stupid some of them are. And listen, understand this: this is unscripted. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll have some things that we expect to talk about on the show, but we tend to go off on tangents. Yeah. And uh, it's really going to be a talk show. Yeah. We, from a fan's we perspective. We may very well have a title that's just strictly clickbait because we don't control the, the, the narrative in the conversation. They go where they go. So think of this. You're sitting out on the back porch with your best friend talking about what happened yesterday or last week or oh, oh we're we best friends now yeah oh man i'm glad you verbalized that. that's <laughs> that's sweet dude. but that's gonna be those conversations that you would have with your best bud yep sitting on the back porch drinking a beer talking sports that's what we're going to bring to you yes absolutely and we're going to record it i mean it's no different than sitting around at the bar with your buddy drinking beers like yeah. you said yeah. and talking about sports yeah and we were going to record it so we're going to do our best to keep it as clean as possible but we're not making any promises and <laughs> you know what if it offends you there yeah i don't know what to tell you man if it offends you you, you got to look in the mirror <laughs> yeah you know this is the way guys talk i mean yeah uh, so yeah, yeah. We we need more guys in this world. I don't want to get political, but we need more men who are strong men 
caring men, family men, mm -hmm. but men willing to say what's on their mind. That's yeah. what we need. So anyway, yeah. that's us, man. So all right, all right we we tease so this gonna, as gonna, AFC East we gonna prediction dig in now. Let's dig in. All right, so let's let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. Now, just a, a backstory. Uh, West said he grew up in Georgia. Um, I was born in New York, but I I moved to northern uh, northwestern Pennsylvania when I was young, probably like ten years old. Right, and I went to high school and college in Northeast Pennsylvania, and uh, the the team there was the Bills. Mm -hmm. It was we were ninety miles from Orchard Park where they played their football games, and uh, I've been to a lot of Buffalo Bills games. Gotcha. So, and this was all through high school. We would drive up. We'd watch the Steelers play the Bills. We'd watch the Dolphins play the Bills. And whenever I went, I was decked out in my Dolphin gear because I'm a huge Miami Dolphin fan. Gotcha. So, let's dig into the Bills. Let's do it. All right. So, last year, pretty successful season. 13-3? Yeah. 13-3. Yeah. They finished first in the AFC East. But as usual, a very, very disappointing uh, playoff run. That's kind of reminiscent of the 80s Bills, right? Well, yeah. With Jim Kelly? With with what was they were the ones that had four Super Bowls in a row and lost lost them all. every one of yep. them yeah with Jim Kelly after he came from the, the New Jersey Generals from yep. yeah yeah so you didn't think I was bringing that kind of stuff no to you're gonna bring you. bring some old school stuff well I used table. to be a big NFL fan and where did Jim days. Kelly go to college I I don't remember it's like why would I bring Appalachian that up? State why would I bring that because is that where you went because he, he's a Miami Hurricane oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they were they were they had a pretty prolific offense, man. They were fourth in the league in uh, in points scored, right? And they had a pretty darn good scoring defense. They were second in the league in points given up. So that thirteen and three record was was earned. Yes. Um, th this year, the the reason why they're so successful is because their quarterback Josh Allen is a beast. Okay, that helps. That's also why they're not successful in the playoffs because Josh Allen makes a lot of mistakes. Right. So uh, if ever Buffalo took care of the ball better and, and Josh Allen took care of the ball better, they, they'd be a scary team. They, they'd be right up there with, the, you know, the Chiefs who are, I think everybody would agree, are the best team in the NFL or at least have been the last couple of years. Right. So I got a question. You got to, is this his Q, Q, uh, QBR rating or is this his passing rating at ninety one point eight? What you got? That's his uh, PFF ranking. So it's an okay. overall grade for okay. him. Uh, and for those of those in, that in are everything. just laymen that don't really get into the nerdy stuff, maybe we should explain what PFF is versus QBR and passing rating. Well, it's it's a company called Pro Football Focus, and they right. analyze. Uh, pretty much your entire game. Now they break it down, etc. But the if we give a if we say a grade for a player here, it's going to be that PFF grade. Okay. And ninety one point eight for for Josh Allen is pretty darn good grade. Gotcha. Anybody who's in like above eighty means one, they're one of the better players at their position. Gotcha. So we. We talked about how we're going to be different. We weren't talking about nerdy stuff. No, 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 stuff, no, no, no. But I mean, but it's a good but, comparison to be able to. The problem with there. the nerds is they get on and they start stouting these acronyms and they don't explain <laughs> what they mean. DVOA. Yeah, and, yeah, all of that. <laughs> so you know what? If we're going to be nerdy a little bit, let's let's explain it for for folks who just love that's football. True, that's true. You know, 
I mean, and uh, you know what? Listen, there's there's a lot of shows out there that have very in depth statistics, uh, and some of them are fantasy football shows, and some of them are just general football knowledge, uh, which can be used towards fantasy football. By the way, we both play fantasy football. Yep. But we are not going to do a fantasy football sports show because everybody else is doing. There's six million of them. Yeah. So you can get that info elsewhere. Yeah. Matter of fact, maybe we will reach out to one of those casts and bring them on for just a highlight uh, interview or something. Yeah. Where they can just give yeah, us, we can you bring know. somebody in. See how we get off on tangents here? Man, we're yeah, talking right. about the Bills and we've talked about uh, one player. So uh, what do you what do you think, uh, what's your prediction for how the Bills are going to finish this year? Well, let me pull up. Trying to man. not get too nerdy, you yeah. know. Let's let's get to well, some meat knowing, and taters. Knowing that they have uh, uh, pretty much – almost as good a defense as they have offense. Uh, I have the Bills this season with a record of 13-4. and four. So what happened last year, the reason why they were 13-3, and three, they only had 16 games when they played 17, was if you remember that, uh, I think it was a Monday night game against Cincinnati yeah. when that player kind of fell over and was taken yeah. off the field. Yeah. So they – they stopped the game and they didn't finish. They it. never finished. Their so they play. basically just erased that game from the schedule. That's why they finished thirteen and three. Um, so my prediction is they're going to be thirteen and four, uh, and they're going to finish in first place in the AFC East. Well, there's and it's only... hard for me to say. Yeah, because your next Cause team they, they got some competition. That this last year they had a little bit of competition, right? Uh, but this year. I think they got more competition because there's there's some uh, there's some studs in 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 the East. And let's talk about the next team, which I think very easily could be a first place team, but it's all gonna hinge on the health of their star quarterback, who has glass who bones. If you're hinging your if you're hinging your season on the health of your star quarterback, who I don't think has played a full game. Since, since high third school, grade. <laughs> yeah, or a full season, not a full game, a full season since like high school. Um, of course, we are talking about the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they one thing I didn't talk about uh, with the Bills is the Bills have the fourth hardest schedule in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Dolphins have the fifth hardest. Right. The Bills were thirteen and three. Miami was nine and eight. Right. How, how does how does that happen? But the way the NFL uh, schedule works is you package, uh, you play your teams in your division twice, mm-hmm. and you play other divisions. So this year, everybody in the AFC East is playing everybody in the NFC East. So you're going to get the Eagles, right. the Cowboys, the Giants, and the the, uh, the Redskins. Screw it. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. The Commanders, but the, the Washington I, football I thought team. they're not the Nationals. No, that's baseball. <laughs> Definitely tune in for our crappy uh, mascot uh, episode. We should also stop mentioning that we are not just going to be pro-focused. We will do something very similar oh, yeah. for college, college yep. where we'll break down the Power Five. And also, t- we'll probably be SEC and ACC heavy, just giving you a warning, heads up. Because that's where our teams that, lie. But. That's also – but we'll st- we're where the t- better conferences are. Yeah. I mean, the Pac West, I mean, Pac East, whatever it's called, the Pacific 12. The Pac 86 now. Right, right, yeah. Well, no, they're losing teams. So they're, the, they're, big, the Big 40? Yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> I don't know. They're a dying conference. And, yeah. then, and the Big Ten's trying and, to. And then, of course, we'll talk about, you know, just a, 
funny highlights or different things sure. that, that happened. We'll but, dig into it. We'll dig yeah. into some other stuff. So back to the Dolphins. Sure. V- very, very good, strong offense uh, last year with Tua on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with him missing, I think, six games last year. It was either five or six. Yep. Uh, their, their overall uh, offensive rank was seventh. Gotcha. Uh, so don't mean to rush you. We're getting a little shorter on time. Okay. Or we can we'll roll take through. A, so we could take a break Tua, and come back. It's Tua, Tyreek, Waddle, prolific offense, uh, can score points at will from any part of the field when they're healthy. Yeah. If they're healthy, this could be a Super Bowl team. And that's a very large if because all three of those players missed a little bit of time last year. Their defense has changed this year. They got new defensive coordinator Vic Fangio. Came yeah. over from Denver, and he's running a little bit defense, a little bit different defense. If you watched the Dolphins last year, got a ton of of full out blitz. Yeah, where everybody's on the line of scrimmage, and you left your corners man to man. Yeah, it worked a lot, but it also got burnt a lot. Yeah, I imagine so. Different you, defense you got a this year. Speedy guy, you get over the line quick. Yep, different this year. So they had Jalen Ramsey. Uh, come in their big uh, free agent acquisition who got yeah. hurt the second day of training camp. Uh, so he's out until December. So that kind of, maybe kind it's of something thing. in Miami. Maybe it's something in the water. Uh, you know, it gives know. everybody glass bones and tendons. I don't know. All right. So my prediction is the Dolphins will finish with a 12 and five record. Okay. And they will finish second in the AFC East. Fair enough. All right. Next team up, New York Jets. Now this Jets team has a lot of changes. They brought in uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. as their quarterback. And many, many people believe that the Jets were a quarterback away from having one of the best teams in the NFL. Uh, they have a uh, very crappy offense last year because yeah. of the quarterback position. Gotcha. And they had uh, the number one overall defense in the NFL. They their corners are studs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Quinn and Williams in the interior. Huge guy in the offensive line. They got multiple edge rushers uh, that have are graded out over 80. I mean, the Jets' defense is for real. Sauce Gardner out there at corner. Right. One of the best uh, corners mm-hmm. out there. And they're, they have Brees Hall at running back. I got you. So he, he started off slow. He was a rookie last year. And then he blew out his knee. Uh, midway through the season, just as he was starting to heat up. He Mm. was tearing defenses up. So he should be healthy uh, to go at the beginning of the season. But it might be, you know, when you have a knee injury like that, it might be, you know, a couple games before you get – because, listen, the NFL teams nowadays don't beat the crap out of each other in in training camp anymore. No. It's all touch and flat. Yeah, and then, you know, it's all learning and and timing, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And the pads – they don't even, a lot of times they don't even play their starters in preseason. But um, we'll see how he comes off that knee injury. If he's anything like what he uh, started to become uh, midway through last season, the Jets are going to be pretty scary. I got you. Now, Aaron Rodgers coming off a very down year with Green Bay. Yeah. And there's you can make excuses for that. His receiving core was minus Devontae Adams. I mean, the whole whole different set of receivers. They started to pick it up at the end, but this is this was a sub five hundred team last year in Green Bay. Yeah. So now he comes to the Jets, and uh, he's got 
some pretty good wide receivers. Garrett Wilson, yeah, uh, very highly ranked wide out. Alan Lazard from Green Bay came over with him, so some familiarity there. Yeah, uh, and then that stud defense. This is another team that you could very easily win this division. So think about the East. I mean, you've got the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets all have the ability and the the, the roster to win it, both on offense and defense. Well, side of the ball. you know, you have you heard my conspiracy theory as it relates to the pros? No, it's run by bookies. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, it's whoever they want to win. So well, there right. you go. So there you go. Yeah. So my prediction for. This season, the Jets will finish with a record of eleven and six, right, and finish in third in the AFC East. Okay. But they will make the playoffs. So the AFC East is going to have three teams in the playoffs. Gotcha. All right. So, so our, the Patriots. Yeah. Final team is the New England Patriots. Now, for those of us who are nostalgic, which really wasn't that far along, uh, when Tom Brady was there, the Patriots were literally the standard of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Everybody was trying to catch them. Right. And most of the time they didn't. Since Tom Brady's been gone, they have been at just a boring average football team. Yeah. So they've got probably the, the the bottom of the barrel of the NFL Alabama quarterbacks running their team. Uh, we always talk about Alabama quarterbacks yeah. not really being good in the pros. Well, we can't say that anymore. Yeah. Because you got Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia that is tearing it up. Went to the Super Bowl uh, last year. You got two in Miami that went healthy, was embarrassing defensive all over the league yeah so um you know they have mac jones who is literally a pedestrian quarterback yeah this this offense is boring yeah well i mean you know mac jones probably in any other on any other team would be the be the practice squad qb yeah and and isn't that weird to say that about the patriots i mean they were bill belichick is like a coaching God to to people in the NFL, and what they've done post Brady has been not good. Well, does that that begs the question: Was it all Brady, or was is Belichick well, the, the whisperer that we thought he was? I I think, in my opinion, I think it was just a very good combination between the two. I think the majority of it was Brady because he just went to Tampa the next year and won a Super Bowl in yep. Tampa. So there's no doubt that Brady was the Bigger of the two, but I think Belichick's, Belichick's genius was to bring out the best in Brady. Right. And listen, there's no denying they were the freaking class of the NFL forever. So you thinking they're going to be bottom of the barrel? I think the they're AFC going East. to be sub 500. They're going to be in last place in the AFC East. And I just am not excited about. They got a pretty good defense. Right. They were ranked eighth last year. They put some some. They had a a crap ton of draft picks. I mean, they had. Three sixth rounders. I mean, I think they picked 10 picks in the draft. So they got uh, a pretty good corner, a nice edge rusher, um, and some interior linemen. But the weird thing about with all those picks, they picked a kicker and a punter. Ah. And they traded up for the punter. Man, who does that? You know. Who who does that? I I don't know. I mean, I know a punter is important, but, (laughs) you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for aggressive football. So who was that? Uh, it was a college coach that did it, and a uh, and and there was a high school coach. He he never punted. He's like you're giving up a down to gain yardage. If you have the offense to do that, if why, you got the offense to do it, why not go for it every fourth down? 
All right, so here's my prediction for the record of the Patriots. All right. It's going to be ugly. Ugly. All right, let's hear it. I went through every every game and every schedule, and my prediction for the Patriots is 4 and 13. 4 and 13. Yep. Man. And that's not good. Last year, I think there were 8 and 9. Yeah, there were 8 and 9 last year. I think they're worse this year. I, I just, with, with the Jets no longer a gimme in that yeah. division. I think that's going to be two losses for them. Ever since Brady's been gone, they're a two-loss team against Miami. Right. They tend to upset the Bills every once in a while, but I just don't see it this year. I have them losing to every team in the AFC East. I actually have them splitting with the Jets. I got you. Because from my mind, Aaron Rodgers is a proven quarterback. Yeah. But this is a different scenario a different team. Now he may end up being like Tom Brady and go in there and just sling the ball over the field. But he wasn't that good last year. Rodgers was not that good. No, he's last year. he's he's getting up in age. He yeah, but you get up. well the Brady played until he was 43 well, years old. Well, yeah. Rodgers is I think 39. Yeah. But Brady's always had a solid line in front of him that protected him. Rodgers has been beat up a little bit over the years. Uh plus he, you know, he got involved in the Couple of little, little scandals where he got, did the Joe Rogan show and stuff. We won't get into that. We're not doing well, politics on this show. Yeah, but I mean, but um, Rodgers is a quarterback that kind of beats to his own drum. He's sure, a, he's his own he, dude. He absolutely is. Um, so you, listen, this could go either way. He could go into the Jets and turn that culture around, and 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 be if he's a a very good quarterback. I think the Jets could potentially go on a, a Super Bowl run. Sure. Absolutely. But so, at the same time, he could do what he did last year, and the Jets could be 500. Could be. Well, I'll tell you who the real winners are. The, the real well, winners. The real winners. All right. With a record of 272 to zip this year, it's going to be the bookies. <laughs> they're, they're house, gonna, house money always yeah, wins. House eh? money always wins. <laughs> and you – the folks listening to this podcast, you are real winners for hanging out with us on the back porch here, man. Back Porch Sports Network, man. We have had a good time with our first show. If you'd like to sponsor the cast, reach out to us either via Facebook or BSN or uh, BackPorchSportsNetwork.com or BackPorchSports.com. We, we own do both a of BSN those. stuff. I mean, that's, that's yeah. We'll have some BSN stuff. BS BSN BSN BSN. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what we're doing here. So, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to First Cast. I've got to run do something, so we're gonna call it, and uh, we will see you next time on the Backport Sports Network. <laughs>